Welcome to the first edition of Talk Sustainability with Sandeep. I am your host Sandeep Raghuvanshi and over the course of this podcast series we will talk about corporate sustainability from an Indian context. We will investigate and identify the source of sustainability challenges, analyze existing solutions and spark conversations with the frontliners and change makers to get insights on how to address these challenges. Let's begin our investigations with one of the most burning yet not much talked about problem of India today food wastage So sometime back one of my colleague he forwarded me an article which had an interesting story So it was a story of this gentleman who was transiting through the Mumbai airport and he he had few hours until his next flight so he was at one of the lounges and while he was at the lounge he was observing the behavior of the passengers with a particular interest in their eating habits so what they were browsing at the food counter what they were picking what they were eating and what they were throwing away now his interest was little more than an average passenger's interest because he also happened to be the business head of the food and beverage firm that managed that particular lounge and when he was observing the waste bins he observed something interesting he saw there was unusually large portion of uh, or desserts that were being thrown away by the passengers so when he went back to his office he ordered an audit of the waste bins for a period of time the findings were quite interesting they found that the passengers were interested in the dessert section and each passenger took 2 3 or sometimes even larger number of desserts on their plates but they were not interested in eating the entire portions of each dessert they wanted to taste multiple desserts so they will take one spoon or one bite of each dessert and they will throw away the rest so this finding led to a decision being taken to reduce the portion size of each dessert and increase the number of desserts in that section so this potentially increased the the passenger satisfaction because they were interested in that particular section but at the same time it reduced the amount of waste that was being generated this saving amounted to 1.2 crore rupees or 12 million rupees per year now this is quite significant so food is money and food waste saving is money saved this is not surprising what is surprising is the scant attention that food waste gets in the general discourse and especially it is since it is such a massive problem how big is this problem As per a report by Food and Agriculture Organization of United Nations there is a staggering 1.3 billion tons of food being lost every year India is a huge producer of all kinds of food and the loss as a percentage in India is higher than world average in India around 40% of all food that is produced gets lost somewhere in the value chain now where exactly this food loss happens there are multiple hotspots in the entire value chain so it is not possible to put finger on a particular point in the value chain where this maximum loss happens but the food loss happens continuously uh, from the farms where you have some crops which are unharvested to the transportation during the processing during storage uh, during the groceries and then in the kitchen and the consumer plate so in the entire value chain from farm to fork there are multiple hotspots where the food loss happens 
just over half of this happens before it is processed or before it reaches the grocery stores and just under half of the total food loss happens after the processing and after the grocery stores. It is not just the financial cost of this food that we are talking about. Agriculture is one of the most water intensive activities. So any food that is wasted in a way brings certain amount of drain in the water resources of the areas where the raw materials were produced. More food also means more pesticides, more fertilizers and more degradation of arable lands. There is also a linkage between the food that is being wasted and the loss of biodiversity on the planet. Because of the high amount of loss, there is more food that has to be produced per unit of consumption, which means more land in which it has to be produced, which comes at the cost of forest covers and, and that sort of results in loss of biodiversity. One of the biggest sources of food waste are the, the large scale kitchens from the food service industry, from the hotels, from resorts, from, uh, from restaurants and so on. It is estimated that around 30% of the total food that is prepared for a wedding gets lost. And how many are we talking about? There are close to one crore weddings and parties that happen in India per year. Now in, in the weddings in particular, against a standard portion size of around 450 grams, it is estimated that each plate has between one kilogram to two kilogram of food and most of it gets thrown away. Once this food is thrown, it starts sort of another chain reaction that constitutes to close to half of the entire municipal solid waste that is being collected. A small portion of that food that is collected goes into, uh, in, into making compost uh, or animal feed, but bulk of that food as of today ends up in landfills and in those landfills it, it goes through uh, so aerobic and anaerobic digestion process in fact results in generation of uh, methane which is a very very important greenhouse gas it is estimated that the food waste collectively globally is responsible for around eight percent of the total greenhouse gas emissions to put it in a slightly different perspective if the food waste was a separate country, it would be the third largest emitter in the whole world. And that's the environmental part of it. At the same time, the, the food waste also means it's an excess food. It's too much food to be consumed. We are very much aware of the scenarios of too little food in the same country. India ranks 102nd in the World Hunger Index. And in most of the places in cities, you have the, uh, the poverty living side by side prosperity. Now, on one hand, the food waste is real money and it results in certain cost savings for the businesses and, and, and whoever are the consumers. On the other hand, it has the other impacts on the environmental and social side. So it looks like that this is one thing that, that should just unite all of us together and there should be no reasons why anyone should have any objections to to, to be done, to, for anything to be done on this. And we should be able to achieve a perfect solution. But unfortunately, nothing is that simple in real life. One of the arguments that, are, that is generally made by a lot of uh, NGOs and others is about the ethics and morality. That the food wastage that is happening from 
from any food service industry or from any of these let's say parties and other places that sh- that should be curtailed so it should be the responsibility of those consumers or those businesses to ensure that there is no food and hence they should try to limit the consumption they should reduce the consumption to achieve that but that ethical argument doesn't really work very well and why it doesn't work is because of the way in which our entire industry is currently structured you have the entire industry from the production to the end point sales it is geared for selling more and more the entire incentive structures are to sell more now using a met- method and mechanism whereby you are able to sell more and you are able to sell continuously you are able to keep the stores the consumer facing stores busy the entire 12 months and with e-commerce now it is any hour of the day so it's almost 24/7 for all 365 days a year most of these stores happen to be in malls where you have the continuous rentals and hence it is important for them to be able to maximize the sales to be able to continue to remain profitable that triggers the uh, to keep the supply chains and warehouses and the production facilities to be occupied and to to make sure that the costs are distributed in every single minute of production if the consumption was to be curtailed if that was the way for this to be achieved then that would mean that there will be some slack capacity that will get created in the entire value chain the way it is structured right now does that work i have a personal experience with one of the uh, food companies which which is in saudi arabia and this company has a particular product which is highly seasonal in nature almost 90 to 95% sales of this particular food product happens during a particular festival now they have been struggling for years to find ways to fill capacity when when they have a slack because of the non season period and they have they have tried to make all sorts of investment of different products but nothing has really worked efficiently a lot of lot of projects just failed some of the projects have been sort of marginal success so the point is that it is not always possible to have an alternative use for your facilities and infrastructure if you try to curtail down on the consumption and it also goes against the very interest of the organization where the fiduciary responsibility of the management and the entire incentive structure of all the staff is try to maximize their sales and not try to to cut down on the sales so the question then comes out is that okay how can we find a balance between the economic interest of all these organizations and the food waste so the first question that comes out then is that whenever we are talking about this loss on whose account this loss is is it a pre-sales loss or it's a post-sale loss if it is a pre-sale loss then this is a cost for the selling organization and it is in their interest to minimize these costs so that they can maximize their profits while not affecting the sales if it is a post sales loss then the selling organization is in fact not that much concerned because it is not a cost on them anymore they have already sold it unless and until the recollection costs and other costs are on them and the separation of the two is also not that very simple take for example grocery stores now in grocery retail business the business model and strategies are are designed to produce more waste For example the main drivers for food sale at a grocery store is also the primary cause of their waste which is the the product displays have to be 
always stocked they should never be empty uh, you you need to have aesthetic and these perfectly shaped beautiful fruits and vegetables which means that anything that is not perfect in shape and look that will probably turn up into a waste to have these oversized packages so that you can uh, you can maximize the sale at the at the point of purchase from the by the client and also uh, in terms of having the availability of prepared food until closing hours if they have a food section also now having the 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 prepared food being full until the late hours of course results in a certain excess inventory that will be left over at the end of the day similarly if we look at the the industry beyond grocery in, in restaurants the similar kind of uh, structures we see over there as well the primary drivers of food waste of a restaurant industry are offering of large portions and the extensive menu choices that restaurants have and which are also the the primary sales strategy of those restaurants to to maximize sales and attract maximum number of customers coming to them lately there has been an increased tendency uh, of offering of large buffets now these buffets uh, again just like a grocery store shelves these buffets have to be fully stocked at all points of time and they have to remain stocked until the closing hours of that buffet which of course results in a certain amount of excess inventory at the end of uh, end of the end of the hours of the buffet the similar to what happens during the wedding parties the buffets are known to to have higher percentage of wastage coming out of the customer plates because they are not paying for each of those items that are being picked now in 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 these kind of scenarios it becomes a little tricky and a little difficult to be able to separate uh, the uh, the waste generation from the sales maximization and and unless and until a holistic exercise is undertaken by these organizations to see how they can minimize the waste without impacting the sales without hurting themselves until that point of time it is very difficult to find a right solution and so far companies have included these costs of wastage in their economics so they do not have a separate line item for a food waste but the food waste they are aware of the food waste and the total cost of the food waste sort of gets distributed across their operations and it gets buried somewhere uh, in, in their operational budgets and it gets factored in in the selling price and in the costs that they have budgeted for now since it is not being measured separately the attention generally do not go or would not go into into minimizing uh, those waste unless until it goes beyond a certain uh, certain trends that they have been uh, that they have been witnessing but of course it's uh, it's it's a cost and they they are aware that if it's a cost in their books and if they are able to minimize it that should boost the overall profitability of the firm and more money would mean either more money to the shareholders or it means would means better pay and better working conditions more money available for investments or better payment for the for the producers like farmers or better service for customers so there definitely are benefits of that however the challenge primarily remains is that there is a belief Uh, that given that these food costs are not being identified separately and they are somewhere in the process and 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 the way this industry operates any change that will be required to reduce these food wastages would be either disruptive in nature or it will be too expensive in terms of resources or in terms of time or in terms of 
executions. It could be difficult from execution perspective. However, that is not true. In 2017, a massive study was done across 17 countries and more than 1200 organizations participated in that study. And it found that the, the organizations that attempted to reduce the waste and they, they did proper studies and they initiated uh, certain process changes, they found that there were a lot of low-hanging fruits that were available which gave them quick successes with very small amount of investments. And then there were more sort of radical changes that, that had a return of investments. But almost across the board, the return of investment profile was very strong. And the median benefit was around 14 ish to 1. So for every $1 invested, more than half of the use cases generated returns in excess of 14 times of the amount invested. Take an example of a manufacturer. Now this manufacturer uh, converts ingredients into certain food product. And it conducted a, an audit of the total waste that was being generated from their manufacturing processes. They found that once a container was marked as empty, it still contained around 7% by weight of the ingredients that were stored in that container. Now these ingredients were quite expensive in terms of the monetary value. And by doing a certain training for the staff and making certain process changes, they were able to eliminate this wastage in the containers, in those empty containers, quote unquote. Now, because the total cost that was involved in making this training and the process changes was very, very small compared to the value of the ingredients that were being uh, now retained or being prevented from getting wasted, the return of investment was few hundred times of the amount that was invested. Similarly, there is an unfounded belief or there is a belief in the restaurants that if they were to do uh, something beyond their sales to reduce the wastage on the customer plates that could in fact have a negative impact on the sales that they generate. But studies have shown that any savings that customers get from the reduction of wastage in their plates is generally spent back uh, to the same seller for more higher value items and hence there is sort of a trading up that happens. And there has been no negative impact on the sales. If anything, the trust of the customers on that particular outlet increases and their, uh, their loyalty and the overall lifetime value of those customers is known to be higher. Now, when we talk about the kind of sale processes where there is uh, the food waste is entirely in the domain of the cost of the organization, such as in cafeterias, which is one of the big, uh, big sources of food wastage that comes out is from the cafeterias that are run by these, uh, by these large technical parks, the IT companies, the large industrial organizations. Now, over here, the, the primary cause of wastage is that because of the regulations, most of uh, these cafeterias are not allowed to cook food on the premises. So the, the, they have to get the cooked food brought in uh, for serving and they can only do some heating and other uh, steaming and some, some of the basic processes, but the, the basic cooking cannot be done within those premises. This requires very 
high level of precision in their forecasting of the total amount of demand that will be generated uh, uh, from the consumers of their food on a particular day and any mismatch of the the forecasts would result in certain excess food that will be wasted now if patlo food service company which operates around 23 such large workplace in western european country it it went uh, it it invested certain amount of resources to quantify the total food loss and waste and they found the hotspots which were resulting in uh, in the wastage because of overproduction uh, they also found there were certain out of date food and some Uh, the uneaten meals by the customers because of the differences uh, in, in the portion sizes that were served to them and what they were actually consuming and based on this a certain set of decisions were taken to reduce uh, the total food waste and it turned out that these this exercise resulted in benefits for this company uh, with a benefit cost ratio of 25x which is for every $1 invested in this whole process resulted in $25 of savings for that company so what it shows is that while any reduction in the food waste requires a certain amount of investments to be made but the return profile on those investments is overwhelmingly positive so why more organizations are not doing that currently there are two main barriers in in organizations not going and making those investments to reduce the food waste one is in general lack of awareness of the scale of food waste in the business and as the old adage goes only what gets measured gets managed so since they are not measuring they are not reporting they are not identifying the food waste as a separate line item there is no focused attention that goes into savings they are not aware of the scale and the monetary loss that is that is happening because of that and the second the second barrier is an effective business case for change because there are a lot of preconceived notions and apprehensions uh, that this might result in loss of sales or loss of the the profitability of the organization and these are the two primary barriers why the organizations are not even making an attempt in this particular direction but that said one thing that we have to uh, we have to accept is that any solution that one has to work uh, one has to identify one has to work on has to be in accordance with the overall economic interests of the industry that is functioning because we are talking about a large industry we are talking about a set way in which every part of this value chain functions and hence a disruption of a completely new way of of a model would require the business models of every single player to be uh, to be different to be a new way and that requires a massive amount of training the entire new set of infrastructure and th- those changes are prohibitively expensive for anything radical to be thought through so the food waste is here to stay that that is one important part that we have to uh, understand that the food waste is not going to get eliminated completely we can reduce it definitely there are a lot of potentials for all the players in the value chain to work to reduce the food waste but elimination of food waste at least in the near or medium term future is is not a likely possibility and there are multiple reasons for that one of the reasons is that with growing urbanization with growing affluence of people the 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 value uh, or the cost of the food 
as part of their overall disposable income or as part of the total consumption spend of a particular household is smaller and smaller and hence food waste does not hurt them economically now a lot of these things may change uh, there is an increasing trend around the world for governments to increase the cost of the waste generation so that you can induce certain behavioral change through the market pricing mechanisms but despite that there will be a certain amount of waste that will continue to be generated and that cannot be eliminated completely just by improvement of efficiency in the value chain so what to do with this excess food now one of the moment we think about the excess prepared food that is fit for human consumption the images of people with less nutrition or lack of adequate nutrition comes to mind and given that in in urban scenarios such pockets of people are staying in close vicinity of the pockets where this excess food is being generated it looks just logical that if someone could just connect the excess food from the deficit this should be a perfect solution and there are several ngos which uh, which are active in the field of food rescue who regularly collect this excess food and they create some kind of a food bank from where then they distribute the food to the deficient uh, the deficient uh, communities but this model is not as simple as it looks because for this model to work uh, in a effective manner and in a scalable manner it is important that the supply and demand is predictable there are complaints that come out from a lot of these food rescue organizations is that even if they have availability of edible food they do not have takers for it so for orphanages and for a lot of other such communities they need advance notification of food being available so that they do not do any production of their food secondly they want a certain continuity of the kind of food that will be available to them which essentially means that they need more visibility in the future of the food generation which by the very nature of this whole activity is not possible so then what is the solution now the solution of for an effective recycling of this food waste has to match the scale of the problem and we are talking about a very large quantity of food waste being generated now this food waste we are calling it a food food waste because it does not have any more economic value left in it however it is a combination of complex carbohydrates and lot of other nutrients which can be extracted and converted into valuable products so this food is much more than something that just needs to be converted back into into soil by way of composting or just to be fed to animals now hence a intermediate or ancillary industry has to come which has to see this food waste in form of a biorefinery model where the highest value items are extracted first and progressively it moves towards lower value items till you reach a tipping point beyond which it does not have a further economic value for extraction and then it can be converted into compost or in any other form of low value items so that the entire food waste is used in some kind of by products to be generated out of it now while this intermediate industry uh, does the research and development to to come up with solutions and make certain products which are of high quality and high value products the there has to be an emergence of the consuming industry for such products also 
so that that it can create a necessary pull and then you effectively have found the closed loop solution which is the basis of your circular economy as they say it's a shame to waste the waste because they are nothing is a waste everything is a resource and it has value locked in it the only challenge that we have is that how we can access that value that is locked in in these kind of resources over the last few weeks i have had some very interesting and detailed conversations with some of the experts in the food and waste management industries in the next few episodes we will investigate the food waste challenge of india with a 360 degree perspective from all stakeholders involved including food service industry waste management regulators and solution providers if you are someone who has useful information on this subject or have success stories that you would like to share please reach out to me we need to build a community from all walks of life across the value chain to do our little bit in solving this massive problem there are many things that divide us but planet earth unites us stay tuned for more content on sustainability take care and stay safe